broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. <laughs> nice. It's a good little quote there from Linda Belcher uh, from one of my favorite shows, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh, I love that man. I haven't seen like all of Bob's Burgers. So like every time it's like on like Cartoon Network Ignite or whatever. I'm like, oh, I tuned in. I probably haven't seen the episode. I get, I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Like, I love Bob's Burgers. It's it makes awesome. You so happy. Oh, my God. I kids have never everything. seen it before. I know I know the characters. I know what they look like. I've just never seen it. They're silly. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's, it's really uh, good. Hey, it, it's good toilet humor, huh? I do like that <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, it's episode 102. Um, of course, we're here at Booze League. Uh, we've got yourselves... Uh, uh, all wrapped up and ready to go here for you. Sanchito is going to be hosting the show tonight, so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get this together here. Um, obviously, you can see us at Booze League on Insta and Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash or forward slash Booze League. And uh, yeah, how's everyone doing? How you guys doing? Good, I'm, good. I'm in a really good mood today. So nice. Yeah, it's nice That's to awesome. hear you in the, the driver's seat. Yeah. yeah, who's the captain now? Sancho is the captain now. <laughs> I am the captain now. Right, flying at 10,000 feet. Um, yes. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> have, uh, a nice cruising have, altitude. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty used to that, so um, let's see. We've, uh, <laughs> I've got some news for you. Uh, I'm going to be taking over that little part of the, part of the show today. Good old Wiley's got a segment for you on uh, non-alcoholic cocktails for dry January, which uh, what's That's basically right. is like, it's juice, right? Juice and ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's cranberry juice. <laughs> Lovingly prepared juice and Lovingly ice. Lovingly so, put a straw yeah. and an umbrella in that shit and you're ready to go. <laughs> it is uh, craft, fancy as fuck. Uh, crafted. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, that's definitely, uh, I've been hearing that a lot with the dry January thing. I was talking to Coley about it before, and she doesn't do it. Um, I don't really participate in it either. Obviously, this last weekend, I did not participate in it whatsoever. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Well, it's hard having the January birthdays, you know. That's yeah. always been, what are you gonna like, do? I'm like, dry January. I'm like, what am I going to do? Drink cranberry juice <laughs> served by some guy with a tattooed arm and a leather apron on my birthday? I mean, come on. Yeah, no, I'm Absolutely good. not. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Yep, oh, yep, and yep. I'm a total dick. I forgot to wish Sandra a happy birthday on his birthday. I was in Florida, <laughs> and I was trying to find my own Florida man, and I completely go. forgot. I got hey. super sidetracked. I am. I feel so <laughs> terrible. I told him today, I was like, oh, I hope we're still friends. I'm so sorry. Uh, we're good. We're good, Coley. No <laughs> worries. Uh, but then, yeah, no, Wiley reached out. And, of course, I had to reach out to Wiley the very next day because uh, we're yeah. just sitting there 16th, yeah. 17th, oh. right next to each other, so. So, I, well, I did bong, remember right back Wiley. And forth. Bing bong. <laughs> 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 Woo. All right, guys. Well, uh, shoot. Let's jump into the beer of the day. Huh? I'm getting thirsty. Let's go. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. 
Well, uh, I am excited about hearing about what you guys have. Um, let's uh, let's go with you, Wiley. What uh, what are you sipping on? Let's go. Um, I am drinking a West Coast IPA called Wave of the Future. Nice. It is a uh, it is by Society Brewing Company down in San Diego. It is a seven point two percent on the ABV. Alcohol and. Um, there's not a lot listed, at least not on their uh, on uh, Untapped. There's like no description listed at all. Um, it does say there's no IBUs, but I mean, I, I feel like we never see any IBUs yeah, right? now. So you know. How about news? But um, <laughs> they say it's a piney citrus dazzle. Oh wow, razzle dazzle. Whoa, What's up? Razzle dazzle. How about them apples? Um, it's got a rating on Untapped right now. It's got. Uh, let's check it out here. It has got an average rating of 3.94. And it looks go. like it's actually fairly new. Like everyone on Untapped right now, the only the the total numbers of ratings is only 154. So Oh wow. Uh, oh, gonna, that's barely nothing, huh? That's pretty good yeah. though. Yeah, so it's fresh. Maybe you know, maybe it's like super, super fresh. That's why they're not uh they don't have anything about it. Maybe they haven't written anything about it yet. Like maybe it got released early. They're like, oh, they shit. want to keep it mysterious. We didn't do our homework, you know. <laughs> they, like, Fuck it, we're just brewing beer over here. You guys make up your mind what it is. <laughs> That's actually like that reminds me, Sancho. Like I'm pouring this while I'm talking. By the way, nice. Um, of when we first had you on there and we uh, on the cast. Oh my god. We we described all the beers like what the Firestone marketing guys said the beers were and had you guess. <laughs> I don't think I think you got maybe one right out of like it was six. Like, like, it's like the last one too. It was ridiculous, dude. <laughs> all of the descriptions, I'm standing by this. They all sound exactly the same, dude. They can go oh, for any yeah. one of those beers. <laughs> yeah, all right, so I got I got a lot of a lot of head. Here. Um, Ooh, hello. <laughs> what a great Tuesday it is for you. So I'm going to drink uh, a little bit out of the can here. Oh. How's that tasting there, Kamish? That's pretty tasty. Yeah? Mm. Again, I like West Coast IPAs versus others. Me too. Um, there's, it's a little bit uh, more piney, a little bit more dank than, um, I don't know, whatever beer I had last week that was not that way, but... <laughs> Damn, it, it gets off your palate real quick as well. Like it's, uh, you drink it and it doesn't like linger. Like you can just kind of keep drinking it. Again, it is seven point two percent. So alcohol, um, very nice. You know, you, you can't like it's not an all night drinker. You can't like I wouldn't call it a floating beer per se. <laughs> but um, that's really good. And if you guys can see the uh, the can oh, art, yeah. it's hey, um, there you go. It's got like a a fifties kind of sci fi yeah. kind of vibe. What they thought the future would look like now. Oh yeah, exactly. it's yeah. kind of like the Jetsons. It's really cute. That's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. It says beer, beer folk unite. Would you pick Society that up there, Wiley? That's a bottle and pint. Uh, oh to have hello, shout out. Yeah, Rich does. Yeah, they had some. Uh, they had some good ones in the. Uh, and I, I appreciate that they go down to San Diego and do like beer runs and grab like a bunch of beer to bring back. Like I do appreciate that. Um, and there are a bunch to choose from, but this one, just the can, made me go, "Damn, what is that?" The and this was canned go, on. Damn. Yeah, on the bottom, the can. It looks. Like it was canned on uh, December twenty second. So there still. Oh still, man, uh, day after Christmas. That's awesome. Boxing Day. Well, no, it's three days, three days before Christmas. I don't know if you've heard they've moved Christmas to December 25th. Wait, did you say the 26th? The 22nd. Oh, I heard the 6th. My, my bad. I heard the 26th. I was like, what? Damn. So I was like, dude, every year we've celebrated on the 21st in my house. What do you well, want? It's because of leap year, right? 
<laughs> you guys are so stupid. Yeah, I mean, oh my on. god, you make me laugh. Good uh, brother break here. All right, uh, Coley, what are you sipping on? Okay, so I'm very excited. My friend Erica from up north, she owns Necknosh uh, Pretzel Necklaces. Shout out to her. She's awesome. She's one of my best beer friends. She sent me Knee Deep Brewing Co. Breaking Bud. IPA. Oh, there you yeah. go. Oh, Breaking Bud. I know. I'm really excited. I've never had this one. Um, oh, you've never it, had Breaking Bud? Oh my God. I have not. It's, I know. And there's like, so on Untapped, there's like 95,000 ratings. Like it's, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, highly it's, rated. Yeah, it's really, really oh, yeah. And it's rated a 3.9, which is not a four, but I'm still excited. Oh. Um, still above the tug line. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> By like 0.2% or yeah, it's great. Um, it's 6.5% ABV. Alcohol. And there's 50 IBUs. And oh, IBUs too? How about that? There's IBUs on it. I know this. Come on, with 95,000 ratings, this thing's like... I'd be surprised. IBU, you be me. I'd be surprised. Because <laughs> they're IBUs. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, anyway, Knee Deep <laughs> would like to tell you that this is old school meets new school in this fresh, fresh approach to the classic IPA. At 50 IBUs and 6.7% ABV, Breaking Bud features the restrained bitterness and alcohol of a classic IPA with newer tropical fruit hop flavors and aromas of mosaic, which happens to be one of my favorite hops. Nice. Also in the hop mix are Simcoe and CTZ, creating layers of mango, passion fruit, pine, and dank. A malt bill with a pinch of crystal malt and a hefty dose of flaked wheat keeps the beer crisp while adding flavor and complexity. Cheers to the past, present, and future. So here we go. I'm we very go. excited, guys. That's awesome. Oh, man. So, like, piney and bitter. Yeah, like, you, like, Wiley, typical West Coast. <laughs> nice. Um, I kind of get the passion fruit, like, forward. It's passion fruit kind of forward. Maybe a little bit of mango. Um, definitely malty. Now you get the malt finish, and yeah, it's um, that is a very drinkable, crushable, delicious beer. Nice, delicious. That's awesome Sandra. that you get to try that. It's kind of a classic right there. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, what are you, uh, what are you drinking? You holding out on us here? Yeah, definitely holding out on you. I got something special. I was actually up at the, I had a meeting in Bealton today. But before I move on, do you guys remember seeing the Breaking Bud car, the Knee Deep? Like they have like a company car where their rep used to drive it around and had like a huge no. logo on the side of it with the Breaking Bud thing, like in that like monster guy, guy that's like on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he used to, like a few years ago he used to drive around Ventura all the time. But um, yeah. oh, that's Damn. funny. I've um, never seen that. So. Uh, like I said, I was up at the uh, tap room today for a meeting, and they had some more of this. Uh, they had a couple of the Cookie Monsters left, so I picked one up. Um, oh, I don't know if you guys damn. Heard I yeah. almost picked that up uh, last time I was up there uh, when I was getting ushered out after I had my pizza. They're like, all right, get gotcha. the fuck out. Um, I <laughs> oh, almost Nick got I, a... Nick and I, I had Cookie Monster. Nice. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I go. almost Wait, they, got one, dude. I haven't had it yet. Really quick, they have a Coffee Monster too, right? I don't know. I saw the Cookie Monster. Didn't see the I Coffee Monster. I think they monster. had a Coffee Monster. We... Did, I'm oh, sorry, you said cock monster? It sounded like you cock did, monster. Didn't you? I thought you said Coffee. Coffee. Oh, okay. C-O-F-F-E-E. How did you hear cock monster? I said coffee monster. When you said coffee, it like kind of skipped out right when you said cock like that. We'll have to go to the tape on that one and check it out. We had a cock monster. I mean, I 
would say that's my alter ego if I have too much to drink. But that's so funny. Anyway. Okay, so the Cookie Monster with the K here. It's a let's see here. It's a it's an Imperial Double Milk Stout. So, uh, yeah, brewed at the Propagator, the latest release in our rotating series from the Propagator R&D uh, is Cookie Monster. It's a double milk stout brewed with vanilla beans, cocoa nibs, and brown sugar. Uh, brewed for the California winter, inspired by cl- the classic holiday treat of milk and cookies, the Cookie Monster packs flavors of freshly fresh, gooey chocolate chips and um, a delectable, smooth, and rich stout. So, uh, yeah, I uh, definitely gave it a little sip while you guys were chatting, and it's pretty fucking amazing. It's, like, it's pretty sweet, and, you know, it's definitely along the lines of a dessert stout, but uh, it's drinkable, and it definitely tastes like cookies, so uh, cheers to that. Um, What's the ABV on that? ABV is 8%. Alcohol. Nice. Which, uh, that's yeah, a, that's a good a one for like a little stout. Yeah, there's a little kick to it. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of ratings on it, but it is a 4.06 on Untapped. Wow. Oh, what's up? That's pretty high. I remember I liked it. I agree with you, though. I did think it was a little sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little sweet. It's my first beer of the day, so honestly, it's not... Uh, it's it's cool. I just had dinner. First beer of the day. It tastes pretty, pretty good right about now, but... Uh, well, I kind of wish I uh, would have gone to West Coast. I wish, you know, would have been part of the West Coast crew here tonight, but... Sorry. Fucking Sanchito's got to be different. No, man, you're a disruptor, man. You're just, you're just like, you know... Rabble you're rouser. A little, yeah, you're doing a little different than everybody else. It's all good. It's because you're the, you're the one driving the boat, you know? You yep. gotta... Oh. You have to distinguish boat. yourself from us peasants that are just along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're the fucking captain and you have a like oh, a higher man. ABV, better beer. Oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah. Well, she, uh, she, I feel like, knows. yeah, the last couple ones I've been under, under four. So I felt like I wanted to bring the heat. You stepped it up today and stepped I'm, it up I'm today. proud. There we go. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. The Well, shoot. Um, let's see. How was your week? We want to start there, Coley. How was your week? You know, you had oh a, my gosh. a busy one. I did. So I, God, I was in Florida for like seventy-two hours. It was a super messed up flight situation. So one of my like, she's like my longest friend. She's known me since I was born. She's getting married. Um, wedding number two. But I'm still. Um, this time it's like totally the right guy. Love him. Um, they have a really cute baby together too. So very exciting for them. Nice. Um, I took a red eye Thursday night. So I got to Florida at six fifteen in the morning. I had, um, <laughs> no way to check into my Airbnb. We didn't rent a car. We had all these suitcases. <laughs> we had like two suitcases. I was oh, like, shit. what the fuck are we going to do? So my friend, thankfully let us come over to her house. Uh, Nick and I grabbed breakfast at this really great place called first watch. Um, I was talking to Sandra before the show started. I noticed the food in Florida because I ordered like a lot of seafood, like fish and shellfish and stuff whenever, because I love that. Um, it was significantly cheaper in restaurants than it is in California. Hmm. Does like it come a with a side of Mountain Dew? No. <laughs> no. A huge um, side sorry, of Mountain Dew. I mean, oh, it only comes with like a crush, right? The small no. is like a 32 ounce. <laughs> <laughs> but it was... Um, the other surprising part, too, besides food at restaurants being, like, a lot cheaper, especially, like, seafood and stuff, is um, there were a lot more people wearing masks than I had anticipated for what I hear about Florida. You know, because sure. being in California, right, we don't really know much different, and it's very strict here. Like, whatever. And 
going there, like all the restaurant staff wore masks. And I'd say the amount of people that walked in to be seated wearing a mask was about 50-50. And and we went to Publix grocery store to pick up some beer to go to my friend's house Sunday to watch the game because the Niners were playing the Cowboys. I'm sorry for your loss, Wiley. I have and, no comment. And I'm, I am, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, <laughs> that was also about 50-50. Um, sorry, I know my segment is dragging on, but I did want to do a shout out to about four breweries that we hit. So we went to St. Petersburg and um, I hit four breweries that Nick and I were able to walk to. It was like a two mile walk. So it was great. Uh, the nice. first one was If I Brewed the World. And they were down with like Wu-Tang Clan, actually, which was kind of cool. They had like a Wu-Tang Clan for president um, sticker. And they had, um, gosh, what was the other one? They had a beer that was, oh, Cash Rules Everything Around Me Cream. And it was a cream ale. Nice. It was cute. They also had a Crunchberry Cereal Wheat, which they do not brew with Crunchberries, but it fucking tasted like Crunchberries. There you go. Like Did it the smelled like, taste like crunch berries. These crunch berries <laughs> taste like crunch berries. And they had a brewery cat named Nettie. She was a black cat. And she was really sweet. And then she got overstimulated and she bit the hell out of my hand. And I still loved her. It was really cute. Damn. Uh, we went to Three Daughters Florida Brewing. Cat. Total Florida cat. They had a chocolate peanut butter imperial stout that was like ten and a half percent. It was smooth, delicious, like the the best beer that they had. Delicious. Uh, Shout out for their Oktoberfest and their Amber Abbey as well. And their Coffee Blonde was very similar to, like, um, Fig Mountain's uh, Zero Sexy. <clears throat> oh, okay. Then our third stop was Cage Brewing. I had all four of their uh, porters because I was just in a mood for dark beer, I guess. Uh, my favorite one, I think, was their Pat one. It was, like, minty. And then my uh, hmm. other favorite was Java. It was, like, a coffee porter. And they had a couple other ones that were good, but those two stuck out to me. And then finally, we went to Pinella's Ale Works, and it had, like, their logo's a paw print for dogs. And, Aww. like, all of their beer names are dog-centric. They're a very dog-friendly brewery. Like, I had Mango Pucker Pup. That was, like, their sour. <laughs> they had a Schwartz Hound Black Lager. Um, anyway, yeah, they had like really cute stuff. So St. Petersburg, nice. shout out. They had some rad breweries. There's still more we didn't even get to like go to. And then I flew home, um, early yesterday. So I was like really tired, but I thought I of am. you yesterday actually, cause I heard that a lot of flights have been canceled out there on the East coast and stuff. I'm like, Oh my God, I hope Nick and Coley are, are able oh, to make Oh yeah. It home I heard for like that. the storm or something. Yeah, something like that. Like, it just, like, cascaded, and there's, like, 1,600 flights that were canceled or something yesterday. I'm like, hopefully Oh, there's no way back. I was going to be stuck in Florida. Are you kidding me? I would be. <laughs> I like. I really liked it, actually, and I'd go back and visit, but um, I don't I don't want to be stuck there. I wanted to come home, so. Damn. I did wish no, Wiley a happy birthday. Like I said, I forgot, Sandra. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. I text Wiley yesterday. I'm sorry. Year. There is always next year. Always so, next year. <laughs> so since it was Wiley's birthday yesterday, Wiley, how was your week? Uh, it was um, it was good. I actually took off uh, Wednesday through my birthday yesterday. Um, my plan was to go camping or to go on a little trip, do something. But all that being said, um, there there are a little a number of little things that got in the way. Just logistically, it being a three day weekend, it was. Like I, I made, I was trying to make reservations at a at a camping spot 
to go to. And they're like, well, uh, you know, the reservations need to be three nights since it's a three day weekend. So even though one of my nights, my second night was going to be on a Friday, it just got enough into the weekend. They're like, yeah, well, we can't take this reservation kind of thing. Like, so that's a little frustrating. What? It's also, yeah, I know, I know. Um, it's also a little frustrating to try and go camping with Darby up on the central coast of California because all of the, the hiking trails up there don't allow dogs. And that's like prime do shit with your dog country. And I can't take my pooch, the booze hound Darby, who is being a really good girl chewing on something next to me right now. Hopefully, hopefully she should be. Your favorite um, pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, um, so it ended up being, uh, like, I ended up just kind of focusing on just, like, chilling. Like, I mean, Wednesday nice. through Monday, like, honestly, like, I work so much, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. And hit a number of breweries around the area here, just kind of stopped in, said what's up. Um, and got my bike put together again so I can actually go out and ride, which there is awesome. Um, so I took a long, I, I did about uh, 12 miles on my bike on Sunday. Uh, nice. I had to write off my uh, my sadness after the embarrassing display by the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> like, embarrassing display. Like, that's just, I'm not even going to get into it because it was just like, what the hell, dude? That's wild. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, um, I, I wish I could say I did more, but uh, no, that was a pretty, pretty chill. It was actually a pretty good birthday not to have anything to have to go do. So that was yeah. good. What about you, Sanchito? I, nice. I was watching. I saw, well, I saw, um, you know, some of the stuff you were doing. So. Yeah. I mean, it was chill. Um, I had, like you know, time. my birthday was on Saturday um, and uh, went up to Santa Barbara on the train. And that was, that was really cool. Got uh, got my cocktails on, did some day drinking. Um, I love uh, the Shaker Mill is like one of my favorite little spots to get some drinks up there. And uh, Test Pilot also is really cool. Um, the bartender at Test That's Pilot. That's like a tiki bar, right? Test yeah. Pilot? Yep. Yep. Super cool. hip and trendy. Cool. Um, the bartender there turned us on to a Mexican food restaurant called Santo Mezcal, where we had an amazing, like, kind of late lunch, early dinner. Um, fuck, it was so good. If you're like an SB, you got to definitely check this spot out. It's called Santo Mezcal. Shout out to them. Uh, and like I said, we took the train, so we got hammered. Um, and then, um, let's see, I woke up on Sunday super early to go golfing and continue the party. By the time I got back from golfing and lunch and all that good stuff, like it was nap time for Drew. So I fell asleep, <laughs> um, wasn't doing much with the family cause everyone's in pro COVID protocols. So <laughs> I, uh, I fell asleep. My plan was to wake up around six, seven o'clock and maybe just, you know, go get into something and no, not even close. I woke up at six or seven, still kind of hammered and just wanted to relax um, ate some dinner and shit. I was in bed by like nine on, like on Sunday. Um, Monday was super mellow too, man. Like I took Monday off of work, which was really nice. Um, and didn't do shit, dude. I woke up. I love waking up on a Monday and not having to do anything. Um, just relaxed, got myself right, did some things around the house, but it's kind of like an occurring theme there with me and Wiley on our birthdays. We're getting older yeah. and, uh, yeah, we like just relaxing and not doing much. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. birthday wish is to do nothing. It was nice. It was really, really Except nice. maybe do some drinking. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah, funny. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I did go up I on like, Monday, like in the oh, afternoon up to Ojai, um, and got a couple beers at the Ojai Valley Brewery, and that was pretty chill. Got lunch at Papa Lennon's, that's always good, um, and then had dinner with my folks, so it was chill. Nice. Oh, it awesome. was way chill, yo. Yeah, definitely. 
But uh, yeah, sounds like everyone had like a pretty pretty busy weekend. Uh, either busy traveling around or or busy just relaching, yeah, right? Seriously, <laughs> dude, you guys, doing nothing. It was probably much nicer to take the train somewhere and just chill. LAX on Thursday night. Thursday night, I had a red eye that was almost eleven o'clock at night. It was a fucking nightmare. It was so crowded. There were people fucking everywhere. Oh. That surprises me. Yeah. That really oh my surprised God. me. And even when we landed, we landed at like 10 a.m. on Monday. The Delta Terminal, just nuts to butts still. Well, as you know, Martin Luther like coming King home. birthday. Or Martin Luther King weekend's huge, right, for travel? <laughs> I, I mean, apparently, I, I, I just it's like found one of the out. Yeah. It's like, I think the order goes like Arbor Day and then Martin Luther King. <laughs> and then Bastille Day. Yeah, Bastille Day. Groundhog oh, yeah, Day is yeah, in there, too, one. as well, that's for just one. crazy yeah. travel oh, yeah. days. You don't yeah. want to travel on those days at all whatsoever. And Flag Day. Yeah, that one, too, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now pouring. The booze cast. So, uh, you guys ready for some news? Sanchito put together some news stories for y'all. I today. am more than ready for this. <laughs> yeah, I right, cannot I'm, wait. I'm excited. Sweet. All right. Well, let's get into the, some news. Uh, first one here. Um, shoot, did you guys hear about Monster Beverage? Oh, Monst- I did. Kind of crazy. Monster Beverage around a 330 million deal to buy Canarchy, the craft brew collective. Uh, it's a group of craft beer and hard seltzer products. Kind of crazy, right? I mean, not too crazy, though, because that's just kind of how shit's going these days. Um, the deal is reportedly scheduled to close in the first quarter of the year, and announcements uh, continue to blur the lines between soft drinks and beer and hard seltzers and RTDS, which are ready-to-drink um, spirits, basically. So those are like oh. uh, all of your, um, God, what are those ones that I like? High noons? Like cut, cut water as Cut well. water, exactly. Yeah, yeah all of those. Uh, my gotcha. distribution just picks them up. Um, hard tea, pretty much everything else that's like changing the beer world. Uh, Canarchy is an umbrella under which many family breweries reside. Um, Oscar Blues, Cigar City, Wild Basin, Hard Seltzer, Wasatch Brewery, Squatters Craft Brewer, uh, Perrin Brewing, and Deep Ellum Brew. Um, the deal does not include Canarchy standalone restaurants, though. Um, let's see here. While uh, not identical follows a similar collision to soft drinks and alcohol that have happened in other world partnerships. It's kind of like Coca-Cola working with Constellation brands on making Fresca as a branded canned cocktail. And then... um, How about a Fresca? Yeah, how about a Fresca? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, didn't that used to be a drop? Or no, is that yeah, just some... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, like it's from Caddyshack. I think... Uh, oh, dude, I love Fresca. Oh, actually, I actually still have it on the board. How about a Fresca? <laughs> then um, also Coca-Cola released a Topo Chico hard seltzer uh, with uh, Molson Coors. And and then uh, the rival PepsiCo is partnering with Sam Adams and, Har- and uh, Truly to make that hard Mountain Dew that's going to be coming out that everyone's very, Barf. very excited about. My kids are, are so are, pumped on that. Oh, your kids? How old are your kids? Oh, dude, my kids are not quite of drinking age yet, but by the time that gets around and about, they will be drinking it. Well, they are, dude. Especially the Santi loves Mountain Dew. It's hilarious, dude. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I tried drinking some of that shit just the other day because I wanted just something to drink, and it hurt. Mountain Dew is like, the most god awful soda. It's, I it's can't it is trash in a can. It is trash oh, in a can. Oh man. So uh, so, so watch out well, for that. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, so with this deal, they're acquiring Cigar City and Oscar Blues within this deal, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, it made me sad because I went to Florida and Cigar City, they're from Florida. 
Yeah. Do you guys like those breweries? I'm not crazy about them. I'm not, I'm not really anything in the anything Oscar I Blues like or Cigar City that I really like. Yeah, which ones I do like you like? I like some Cigar City stuff. I don't remember what they're called. I like uh, Mama's Little Yellow spot. Pills. Oh, like, that's, okay. a, that's an easy one. Yeah, um, that one too. I'm not, but you I'm know, not crazy so, about that But here's that the thing about Canarchy is that like Oscar Blues is the one that kind of got everyone under that umbrella to go along with it. And Oscar sure. Blues kind of made this decision to do it. So I think it's interesting because we went to Deep Ellum Brewing. Yep. That was the... Um, was that the third or second? No, there you go. It was right off, fresh off the plane. <laughs> FOTP. No, no, no. We went to um, Brain Dead. Oh, Brain, Brain Dead, Dead was the first one. Okay, gotcha. And then by we the went way. around the corner to that one. Yeah, by the way, yeah, because that was because Brain Dead, like Deep Ellum's that area of uh, gotcha, Dallas. Gotcha, gotcha, so yep. By the way, did you see um, that Brain Dead closed? No. Uh-uh. Oh, that's I'm so glad bad. about that. Yeah, Brain, yeah the, that's where we had the brisket uh, taquitos. Those are Holy so good. Hell. Oh, man, so that's good. a bummer. So, well. I'm glad we got them before they yeah. uh, disappeared. It's but, just kind um, of a sign of the times of things that are happening. I'm not trying to diss Oscar Blues or Cigar City. They're just not really my thing. I've tried a couple of their beers, but, I mean, it's it's wild how this is just kind of turning. I'm getting a lot of uh, – there's definitely, like, resets coming in for, like, Vaughn's, Ralph's, all that good stuff, and the beer section is shrinking. It's going to – next to like, in a few years, it's going to be next to nothing. There's going to be a few wow. beers, and it's going to be all seltzers and RTDSs and wine. Definitely a lot more wine that's going to be chilled. Yeah, and then I know we've talked about wow. like seltzers. You know, the way people hitting, drink is just changing. It's yeah, crazy. hitting a plateau. Well, seltzers were but, plateauing. Yeah. Yeah, but like still, these companies aren't aren't seeing that. You know, definitely, I think mm-hmm. that like people are kind of hoping that it goes in that direction. But there's a lot of big money going towards that. So we'll see. Well, the people will tell. You know. Well, it's going to be like your kids who want want that hard mountain dew. Yeah, be driving. and my kids aren't going to drink beer. They're going to drink yeah. that other shit. Wow. So it's yeah, be it's, it's kind of weird. Twenty one year olds when you're talking to them. Yeah, it's uh, it's not really a craft beer world for most of those guys. It's kind of like <laughs> if you're if a whole generation was raised on Zima. And yeah. they're like, well, we're going to keep drinking Zima, <laughs> right? I mean, that's yeah. the route you're going to go down. It's I almost, think. well, that was almost us, though, and it just didn't really stick. Because I remember drinking Zima when I was like around that age. I, you know what? Yeah. I think a lot yeah. of, yeah. yeah. I mean, so. look, guys, I told you I was like way, way, way underage when Zima came out, but like my mom and my neighbor were like super chill. Yeah. And I was always able to have like a little glass of it. If they had it. And, <laughs> a little sippy uh, cup. <laughs> dude, when it came back like four or five years ago and I saw it in Target, I was like, but I like bought a case of it. Like oh, no I bought, shit. yeah, I bought four six packs. I was wow. like, this is fucking going down this summer. And then I had a few of them and I was like, okay, I'm kind of zoomed out. And then we had a Halloween party and I um, <clears throat> put put a few in the cooler and covered everything with ice with all the other beers and labeled it trick or treat. You had to drink what you pull. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I like that. That's always fun. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get a Zima and uh, it's kind of like getting iced, but you got Zima'd. <laughs> yeah. Zima. All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Uh, moving on. Gosh, this was kind of interesting. I looked up uh, drunk driving detection technology. We will be required in new cars by 2026. Oh no! Yeah. So uh, in, uh, in <laughs> no shit, wait, what? Yeah. So uh, drunk driving detection technology will be required in new cars by 2026. So all cars made in 2026 forward are gonna have something that goes along the lines of this. Um, in Butte County, California, four years from now, uh, this Butte County is just where this uh, the segment came from. Four years from now, all new cars will have a drunk driving uh, detection technology in it, uh, and it's all part of uh, President Biden's infrastructure bill. So, sorry, I kind of fumbled that, but uh, yeah, that's definitely something uh, the President of the United States is putting together. 
Cars made in 2026 and beyond will look a little different than now. Um, all built in with, uh, will come with new tech that's going to detect if someone's driving drunk. Uh, the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration hasn't really come out with a ruling on what they're going to require yet. But uh, but things are happening here. Um, they're putting together possibly a breathalyzer that's going to be on your like fob. You know, the little clicky thing that turns on and off your car or like unlocks and locks your car. You might have one on that. Or you might just have a straight up breathalyzer in your car like uh, like people that have DUIs now do. So, uh, yeah, definitely that's something that uh, that. I don't know. God, that I, is I, like the ultimate control. I, it is. I have a lot of really mixed feelings about this one. And I've brought I it up too. to just a couple random people, you know, not, you know, just, <laughs> just talking in conversation. And I definitely got a lot of uh, different feedback from it too. Uh, Volvo is one company that's already been working with this kind of tech for some years now. And most of the technology they're uh, using is has advanced cameras. Uh, in a demo video with Volvo, it narrates points where the camera registers if the driver is taking their eyes off the road enough to create a risk. And then it engages in some kind of safety support system like, hey, motherfucker, drive better. Or like maybe it just stops the car. Like, I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's definitely some kind of other like technology because obviously cars just have crazy cameras that work on them now. Um, yeah, man, like I said, a lot of different people have some different thoughts about this. Parents, obviously, that have lost children in, you know, drunk driving accidents are all about it, you know, and then you got car manufacturers that are really concerned that if, you know, if the tech backfires, I mean, what's to stop them from getting just massively sued, you know, so I don't know, what do you what do you guys kind of think about that? I have mixed feelings like you. I mean, obviously, I do not support drinking and driving at all. Um, I don't know though. Like I said, it, yeah, it, I don't know. It's just like such an ultimate control. I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like if there's an emergency, yeah, you shouldn't be driving if you've had a couple drinks, but I, I, I mean, if you can just, even if it's, I don't know, just down the parking lot to get out of a situation and you can't, yeah. I, or like you said, if it backfires and you haven't been drinking and your car won't start or whatever, like if sure. you put a breathalyzer thing in, I, I think that's absurd. Like, yeah. I feel like they're going to hold you in a situation maybe that, you you know, I don't know. Just with the technology in my car, with the fucking infotainment screen that I've had problems with, and they want to, like, think a breathalyzer is not going to have problems. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I've yeah. had a ton of problems. I bought my car brand new. There you go. Yeah. I, um, I honestly kind of doubt just logistically that that's going to happen. And I say that only because, because imagine, like, every time you have, you can you know, open your car, you have to breathe into your keychain. Um, just like sanitary wise, like that's just like, just like, I don't think that that's going to like work. Right. You know, when every single person, regardless of whether they drink or not has to blow into that. So how do you, how like, does someone have to sign like some type of statement saying, well, I don't drink. So therefore I can, I can get a, a fob without a breathalyzer. Or I can get my car without. Yeah. Uh, and and not having to breathe into this every time. Like I think that there's a whole host of obstacles. Look um, at <laughs> Darby just. Oh, <laughs> nice. There you go, Darby. Bark go get box. It. Um, yeah, good old bark box. What's up? Um, I I just see legal ramifications that you know it's. I feel like it's addressing something that needs to be addressed, but not everybody drinks. Yeah. And what about, you know, the younger drivers who aren't even supposed to be drinking legally yet? I mean, just like randomly like a blanket. Hey, everyone's got to breathe into your keychain for you get in your car. I don't, 
I don't know that that's going to happen. Yeah. And like he said, I, I just feel like for safety measures for other things, like if you really need to get out of a situation, like what, I mean, yeah. even if you're yeah. like, I'm sorry, if you're a woman, sometimes walking to your car at night, it can be really dangerous. And if that's sure. like an extra added step or you're being chased or something happens, even if you're not a female, that's just the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Cause I am one. I mean that, that puts on like, you know, it adds time where you can't start your car and get away. Yeah. And yeah, can I you imagine I running I, and blowing into your keychain at the no, same time. No, like, <laughs> I can't. I would want to get to my car, start the fucking <laughs> right. thing, you know, lock the door, start it and get out of there. Like I just, I feel like, although it adds safety measures again, where people shouldn't be drinking and driving, I feel like it takes away safety measures in other circumstances. And also there's like certain percentages that you can have a drink, um, you know, where you're not DUI. So what is it? You have to register your weight Are, and you're like, if you're a male or a female, cause all of right. those things go into account when you, you know, are using a breathalyzer. So yeah, We're, I feel like it's a lot, you know, that's going to have to go into it. I see Biden trying to push it, but I don't see it passing personally. I don't, I don't think know. it'll pass. I, it, I it might be just a, a launching point, like a startup point, like, Hey, we want to get some some protections in that and then you yeah it's like when you begin negotiations this is where you start and then you you come back on it right yeah um yeah i just the, don't i don't i don't see it happening well um, guys if it gets closer to that you know we're all buying new cars in 2025 so we all have them for at least another you know five to ten yeah. years after that and we're yep. like you know i mean <laughs> my, my cars i'm gonna get really into classic cars <laughs> yeah they should. and you know I mean, there's gonna be people too like people jailbreak i can't even talk people jailbreak cell phones like you know they're gonna be able to jailbreak the technology yeah yes thank you yeah this uh breaking buzz getting to me yeah it's gonna be interesting (laughs) i don't know i thought it's just definitely for especially what we got going on you know it's it's kind of crazy you know yeah. That's a good controversial topic. That was a great news story, yeah. Sandro. Thanks. Uh, it comes from a pretty credible source. I think that was from Wall Street, from the Wall Street Times, whatever the Wall Street paper is. Um, okay, ready to move on? <laughs> Let's see here. Um, you guys. I don't know. Do I got to blow into a keychain before we go to the next one? <laughs> First cereal. Oh, right. Oh, man. Uh, blow me where the pampers is. <laughs> <laughs> Would you blow me? Uh, what? Where the pampers are. One oh, of my all-time man. favorite quotes, by the way. And then he walks uh, away. He's like, she knows. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can well, you show uh, me where the campus is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of Andy Cohen. Um, you know, I've gotten into watching some of the housewife shit. And I just love how he stirs up just like just some bullshit with some of those reality shows. But I don't know if you guys caught Andy Cohen admits he really regrets the stupid drunk New Year's Eve diss. Did you guys catch any of that? Absolutely uh, not. All right. Yeah, I didn't either. But I, I was too busy getting COVID headline. in the desert. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Um, Andy Cohen made headlines over the weekend while co-hosting CNN's New Year's Eve countdown with pal Anderson Cooper. Uh, as oh, Cohen that's noted, his name. I saw the memes. I saw the memes. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, this is apparently a thing. <laughs> as Cohen noted in the January first Instagram post, I was a hair over surf last night, and uh, man, but man, did I have fun! I hope you did too. <laughs> During the broadcast, you can't control your tongue, and that is when you start to have a little fun. Maybe you were drunk. Maybe we're drunk. Maybe we're drunk. Woo! Woo! So, uh, <laughs> during the broadcast, the Bravo mogul had social media buzzing over his comments about New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio <laughs> saying things like, 
what Democrats and Republicans can agree is in how horrible he is and what a horrible job he's done. He's like hammered, like yelling this into you the camera. <laughs> he's like seeing him dance. He's like, good thing about next year, we don't have to watch him dance. <laughs> uh, as well as Mark Zuckerberg, dude. He was going off on Mark Zuckerberg being like, hey, uh, my New Year's resolution is to spend less time on Instagram. Uh, also, he was he's just yelling, don't mess with my mind, Mark Zuckerberg. We know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And I had to dig for that clip. So in like the in the article that I got, it just said that he messed with Mark Zuckerberg. I had to actually like put my big boy pants, researching pants on and find that clip. It was buried, dude. Like that shit was not easy to find. Really? Yeah, for sure. Well, um, were you searching on Facebook? He's like, yeah, it wasn't on Meta. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, you're messing with all of us. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking wow. funny, dude. Oh man, uh, I hadn't then, heard any any details. I just I saw like a bunch of memes on Twitter about like how he had lost his mind, drunk or something. He's so but, funny though, dude. Oh god. So hold um, on, I have to see his face. I don't remember what he yeah, looks like. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll have to, we'll have to check Look, it out. You know, if you're, if you're doing the Google search, make sure to search Andy Cohen drunk NYE. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of pictures of him like right up in the camera. At least from what I saw, like on the memes <laughs> was, on Twitter. So loud. Well, and you're like, oh, that guy's hammered. Dude, he was taking <laughs> shots. Him and Anderson Cooper were taking shots, dude. Like on on air. It was awesome. Oh, <laughs> all the, oh all the this, this is what came up. Oh my god. There's like a. I, oh, is it gonna show the picture of him? It literally like. Oh, here. It you can see it. It looks like they're taking shots. Oh yeah. No, actually, I watched it. Yeah, that was good. So. Um, oh, that's funny. So Anderson uh, Cooper did his best, I think. Like he, he, was, he was trying his best to hold it in and trying to reel him in, but then at one point I he's mean, like, you look, know what? Fuck it, dude. Just go for it, face. dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, he he had man. a rough he had a rough go. Uh he We've says that uh there was only one comment that he really regrets making during the show. And uh, the only thing I regret saying, and the only thing that I slammed the ABC, the only thing was that I slammed the ABC broadcast because I really like Ryan Seacrest. He's a great guy. Uh, he was going off on Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> oh. uh, dude, he was, uh, you know, he was just making fun of Journey because Journey was playing over there. And he's like, if you're fucking watching ABC tonight, I am really sorry for you guys. You guys should be watching this instead, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my God. He said, uh, uh, to CNN viewers about the smoke coming out from Ryan Crest's group of losers be performing behind us. <laughs> He's just, he was just going off on him, dude. He wasn't feeling it. So, uh, but he the other, he didn't care about the mayor thing. He didn't care about the Zuckerberg comment. But he did he did regret saying the thing about his buddy Ryan Seacrest. So hopefully they were able to make up. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you got to call call your friends out. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I know, dude. I'm sure Ryan was fine. He makes a lot of money. <laughs> All right, uh, Wiley, you want to queue up the? Uh... Oh, are we? Is yeah, it time? It, it's time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Florida man, Florida man. There's no one like a Florida man. The dumbest in all the land. There's no one like a Florida man. They got lots of haters and lots of alligators. They really probably should be banned. Florida man, Florida man. <laughs> Oh, man, I was really glad that I was able to find one of these because a lot of these Florida man ones were so depressing. Um, actually, yeah, this is a it's Florida. A, yeah. yeah, they can be pretty bad, you know, right? You're like sad reading these things. You're yeah. like, no, dude, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's oh, okay. fucking horrible. There's man. no way I can read that. God, no. You then, guys, that- I looked for Florida men and women, and yeah. I did have a Florida woman Uber driver. 
Yep. Well, she, uh, she was that's where I went. I had to go to the Florida woman. So yeah, oh. Florida, Florida man wasn't, wasn't working out. It was too sad. So I went to Florida woman, uh, woman, and actually it was two of them, <laughs> <laughs> two Florida women, a burglary and a glitter fight, <laughs> another Florida mystery. <laughs> that's the headline. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, a confrontation at an apartment complex in Clearwater, Florida, led to a burglary charges for two women who were armed with containers of glitter, the authorities said. <laughs> On January 12th, two women had been charged with felony burglary, accused of breaking into a man's apartment in Clearwater, Florida, throwing containers of glitter at him <laughs> during an argument. <laughs> Sorry, oh my God. Okay, so Clearwater <laughs> is not too far from St. Petersburg, which is where oh I was. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> so um, the man was standing on his balcony when women, uh, Sarah Franks, 29, and Caitlin O'Donovan, 27, both clear from Clearwater, arrived at his apartment complex just before 3 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> According to the Clearwater police... <laughs> Uh, the women. Why he's standing out on his balcony at three a.m. on a Monday, like, and then they—that's when they chose to come by, like. Yeah. Oh, Florida, Florida man, shit happens uh, in the dark. Dude. It's Florida. So, so the women began an argue, The women began arguing with the man. Mrs. Franks threw a container of glitter at him, striking him in the upper torso and head. <laughs> According to an arrest <laughs> affidavit, Miss Franks then climbed over the balcony railing, entered the man's apartment, and threw more containers of glitter at him. <laughs> And oh then she unlocked the front door of the apartment and let in Miss O'Donovan, according to the arrest affidavit. And uh, when she was inside, Miss O'Donovan also began throwing containers of glitter at the man. <laughs> so Jesus. I'm so confused here. I'm like, did they're this like, guy get fight. like? Did he get in like a fight with some strippers? Like burn some strippers? And they're like, that's all they had to like attack this guy with. <laughs> like. Maybe they were like both his girlfriends and didn't know about each other. And then they found out about each other and then they conspired. And they're like, you know, we're going to go glitter bomb his ass. Oh yeah. God, they went to like dude. their local craft store, which is probably a freaking Hobby Lobby. Yeah. At three in the morning. Got the glitter. Oh, fair, yeah, yeah fair. for sure. Yeah. Well, no, that dude, doesn't mean they got the glitter at 3 a.m. They're strippers, dude. Come on. You guys are being That's too, too naive about have, this shit. They're strippers. They, they do <laughs> have a lot of access to glitter. Yeah, they have a lot of access to glitter. That's like you go to a fucking get a lap dance, you have glitter all over you. You got to do something explaining dude it's like my buddies yeah. would always like the joke like just put glitter on you whenever you're going out with a girl like randomly and that way when you do come home from the strip club it's okay it's like oh you always have glitter on you yeah i uh when my best friend got uh married in vegas like back in 2010 um i was given a, an ultimatum by his wife like hey you guys do your bash party and all that stuff but do not go to the strip club the night before the wedding because I swear to God if I'm doing my vows and I see glitter on his face <laughs> I'll lose my shit. Okay, oh, I get like man. the night before the wedding. Like that makes sense. Like the night yeah. before. But like, you know, other than that, go have fun. See, so um, as uh, she was leaving the apartment, Miss Franks kicked the window until it broke. Just oh. to add more insult Jesus. to injury. Uh, the women fled, <laughs> women fled the <laughs> complex, and police found Miss Frank's vehicle and address listed for her, right, and Miss Donovan, less than two miles away, and uh, the vehicle was still warm to touch. <laughs> and probably still covered in glitter. Yeah, exactly. The police <laughs> you, you don't get rid found of glitter gonna, inside the vehicle say, all over the place. I, I thought <laughs> you were going to say right? the, the police tracked them down after a trail of glitter <laughs> led to the house or something. Like, it was just the best police work ever. They're like, holy shit, dude, okay. They've got their magnifying glass. That's glitter. Let's get forensic right, on this. All right, Mahoney. This is either we're either going to see some strippers or we're going to solve this case. Oh, Mahoney. Man. Uh, or maybe both. 
Yeah, no, they got charged with uh, misdemeanor kick, uh, misdemeanor criminal mischief for kicking in the window, uh, felony burglary. Uh, the two women were booked and uh, released on $75,000 bonds each on Tuesday. God, who paid that? Oh, jeez. Yeah, man. They're pimp. And, uh, yeah, they're pimp. And that is the news. <laughs> The Commish Coley Wyman Sandro Alevalo The Booze Cast yeah. Wow, Sandro, that was straight up. That was some good stuff. Oh man, I tried. Fuck, that was hilarious, dude. But <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's just a little well-rounded uh, booze news for you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great big world. Good, out you there. know what? And you know, and cheers. That is the first Florida man or woman like story of two thousand. And 22. There you go. Nice. Stoked wow. on that. What nice. is up? Very, very so nice. they're yeah, they were probably drunk or higher on something. So maybe they could uh maybe they could use Wiley's segment on mocktails <laughs> that he's about to do. I feel like that was very appropriate yeah, to follow dude. up that story. They could have saved themselves a lot of glitter. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they can like put some edible glitter on some of these. I mean, to make them like, <laughs> I mean, there's no booze in it. So you got to do I something. I totally right? have edible glitter. It's in the oh, toy hauler because I thought it would be fun for New Year's and then I don't have any clear glasses and I got really upset. So I didn't use it. Oh, oh, wow. oh to yeah. drink. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. That's, that's they have it like you mix it in your drink and, and it makes it look swirly. Like it's really pretty. Oh, it's like shit. edible glitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I brought, well, it's, it's, there are a few breweries that do like, actually do that, right? They have like glitter beer. Oh, or some I shit don't for know. A while. No shit. Yeah, I think that's 2019 in, like, before um, the world went to hell. But oh, yeah, this <laughs> comes in like a little pot. It probably you know, helped like, it. <laughs> probably, <laughs> and you know, edible glitter kills COVID. Did you guys hear? <laughs> oh yeah, it's just where you have to inject it. It sucks. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, let's talk a little bit like. And honestly, like just a little background about my thinking on this. Like I was actually looking at a few things. Look, Booze League is is uh, about the experiences that booze brings us all together and, and, and those good memories and stuff like that. But that being said, we're not advocating going out and just getting blitzed and losing your mind and drinking all the time. And so I actually uh, did some searching as well. Like I thought, like I was kind of going back and forth on my segment and I'm like, okay, well, do I want to, because I keep getting these, and I don't know if, if they're trying to give me a hint, but I keep getting these, um, like, ads and stuff for different apps, like uh, one yeah. called Reframe or whatever, like, you know, do you need to cut down on drinking? Do you, like, and I think it, uh, some of it has to do with, like, so many people doing dry January and stuff like that. But, you know, for, for anyone who, who might want to step back a bit from boozing, um, there are alternates um, that still are fun, like, and still excite the taste buds and, and have like that uh, kind of complex kind of tasting kind of uh, element that you get yeah. from drinking good cocktails and, uh, and other things. So again, we want to support everyone in their journey. Um, and uh, we're here yes. to, uh, you know, uh, maybe offer some options. So that's kind of where, when I, I decided to do it on this, I'm like, Oh, you know what? Let's see uh, what, what do these, uh, and this, this list that I found was done by all these, you know, probably wearing leather aprons and tattooed uh, arms. Uh, uh, that was cocktail funny. That pipes, was super right? funny last week. <laughs> oh, my God. Those aprons so, were what nightmares who, are made out of. Yeah, who knew that they were so expensive, too? Like, my God. Yeah. So, 
like, oh, I'm sorry, you uh, you can't come in and make that old fashioned unless you're wearing a hundred twenty dollar leather apron. <laughs> but um, you can make these without those. So <laughs> let's start off. Uh, the first one is called. Uh, this was made by Christine uh, Serrano. Not sure where she bartends, but this is actually a really fantastic looking drink. She calls it. It's about time. It's uh, the ingredients are three grapefruits, the juice of three grapefruits, uh, three quarter ounce of fresh lime juice, three quarter ounce of agave syrup, and a sprig of thyme for garnish. This is kind of a take on a margarita, is what she's going for. So what you do is you light the thyme on fire and catch all that smoke in a snifter and cover it with the coaster so you capture the smoke. Then you shake all the grapefruit juice, lime juice, and agave together, strain that into the, to the glass with the smoke in it, garnish, with, garnish it with the thyme, and, and consume. Nice. So you're kind of, you're smoking grape, basically it's thyme-smoked grapefruit juice with agave syrup, which <laughs> sounds pretty dope. Yeah, it sounds really good. I love grapefruit, so that does sound amazing. Uh, the next one is the Cloudy Tokyo. This is Christopher Harris. He's a beverage director at Entente in Chicago. This is a herbal, frothy take on the white Russian without vodka. There's a beverage here. Um, <laughs> this is five ounces of chilled green tea, one half ounce of coconut milk, five ounces of coconut soda. Whoa. You stir, you stir the chilled tea and milk all together in a highball glass and top with the soda, and you, it's... It's frothy. It looks yeah. really, really good. I, He's serving it. I've never even seen coconut soda. LaCroix does one. Yeah, and... Oh, um, like soda uh, water? Yeah, and there's another one, too. I can, it's like, uh, I can picture the... Um, I don't know if you guys want to Google it, but I can actually picture the, the, the package that it's in, and uh, it's blue. Anyways. Um, but yeah, no, you can actually absolutely find that out there. This is the Liar Martini is next. Hmm. This was created by Diane Lowry, beverage director at New York City's Machina. The Liar is a zero-proof riff on the classic Manhattan, so I'm down for that. This is one ounce of Liar's American Malt, two ounces of Liar's Aperitif Rosso, and then two dashes of Cherry Bitters. Stir it all together with ice, strain it into a glass, garnish it with a dehydrated lemon. Hmm. I don't know if, or just just drink it, I guess. So it's been really popular. A lot of like dehydrated fruit for cocktails is really oh, yeah. popular. I I don't know like how you'd even do that. Like I'm, that's so you, above my pay grade. I don't know if you leave them out to dry yeah, out or you, you just put them in a dehydrator. Like there's some of the new like um, air fryer slash like pressure cookers, like the really yeah. nice ones. They have a dehydrator uh, component to Oh, them. that makes sense. Very cool. My dad had a dehydrator when I was a kid. Now I'm talking about was, really was it the plastic young. one that like stacked yep. on top of each other? Yeah. <laughs> no, mine yeah, didn't no, stack look, on top, but it was like it looked like white a toaster plastic. Oven. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So we had plum trees and apricot trees, and my dad was like fucking Mr. Health Nut. That's why it was like the saddest thing. He got cancer, right? Like, and a bad cancer because we're no. like, how you of all people? He was like <laughs> Health Nut McPhee. He'd yell at me for putting too much butter on my bread. But anyway, we dehydrated all of our plums and apricots and. It well, was my like dad dehydrated jerky, the hell out of fruit jerky. Everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. We did fruits. Maybe right. that's why I don't eat fruit these days, because I'm like, ugh. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> the next one's called The Distinguished Guest. Okay. The crispness of the cucumber balances out the tartness of the cranberry and lime. In this twist on the 
classic Cape Codder. This guy, uh, Alex Howell, created it. He's the bar manager at Easy Bistro in Chattanooga, Tennessee. This one has two ounces of cranberry juice, a three-quarter ounce fresh lime, three-quarter ounce simple syrup, two slices of cucumber, and then five drops of 10% saline solution. I'm not sure where you'd get that or what that is. It's from Again, Tears. Are... Yeah, it's what they give you <laughs> in a, it's when you're gypsy in the tears. hospital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me your tears, Gypsy, or I will take them from you. Oh, yeah, I thought those were 12%. <laughs> oh, they're only 10? How about that? Anyway, super easy. That's just a weird thing. The, yeah, I, you know, I was I was with him right up to the end, and but I mean, if you can find it, uh, obviously don't use Visine. I'll probably make you vomit. Oh, uh, God, but you no, shake yeah. all the juices, simple syrup, and everything that together. Double strain it into a coupe glass, and then put a cucumber wheel on there. Uh, let's just do one more. Ooh, oh, here we go. You know, I make the I make the mint juleps, right? Oh, yes, sir. So why don't we do a no-alcohol cold brew julep? Wow. No bourbon, no problem. Cold brew coffee and CBD bitters. Give this drink a booze-free buzz. This comes from Haley Charles, assistant general manager at Carbon in Denver. So here are the ingredients. Ten mint leaves. Do not use 11. (laughs) Do not. Don't let me catch you. You're just putting nine in there either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't, yeah. Come on. Put your shit together. Uh, 10 mint leaves, a half ounce of simple syrup, three ounces of cold brew coffee, 10 milligrams of CBD bitters. They say that's optional. Nice. So, Some weird but, shit, man. That sounds It'll cool. probably taste okay if not, but I'm down for everything that that's in there so far. Yeah. But uh, the directions are muddle half the mint leaves in the bottom of the rocks glass, simple syrup, stir it in, pour cold brew over the crushed ice, add CBD bitters, and then garnish with any remaining mint sprigs that you have, uh, which I guess so would be five. So it's five and five. You yeah, garnish five with five, five, you I muddle guess. five. Because it said half yeah. and it said 10, so. Nice. If, yeah. Well, hey, look, I went to UCSB, man. Don't, don't make me mad. <laughs> But anyway, so there are some options for you. So get out there and uh, don't, you know, try your own thing. Don't be held back and think you only can drink water or anything else on in in dry January. Get on it um, and try something. Try something. Yeah. Uh, and if you're lame, creative. Yeah. pour yourself a glass of cranberry juice and garnish with a lime. Put a straw and an umbrella in it and call it a day. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Get a little glitter, to a little edible glitter to put oh, in there, Oh, add too. the edible glitter, and then you'll yeah. make it really fancy looking, baby's gonna even come though it was really level. simple. Your baby's yes. going to come out looking all glittery. Like That's a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> well, shoot. Is that the end? Have we come to the end of the show? I think we have. Oh, wow. Well, awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate uh, being able to host. Look forward to the next time. I know we're going to be putting this in the rotation with the three of us here. Definitely uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, episode 102. Check out the website, boozeleague.com. I know the commission's been putting in some work over there. We've got a bunch of gear. You can keep up to date it's on... Yes, it's uh. It's the problem is, I have to take a picture of literally everything we have for sale. Gotcha. And like it, and then set up the store for each individual item. And now that we're doing all the stuff that we normally only do at festivals, yeah, um, it's taking some time. Yep. Uh, yep. So apologize that uh, the new shit ain't out there yet, but uh, it's coming. I promise. Yeah. And then uh, definitely remember to follow us at uh, booze at booze league on Instagram and Twitter. 
Facebook.com forward backslash booze league. And then, of course, you get uh, a hold of. <laughs> I think it's just forward slash booze league. Is, is that how it is? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I love you. I just. <laughs> I had to interrupt that. I'm sorry. Nice. Forward You did slash. great. Um, see uh, at Wiley Withers for Instagram at underscore Cole underscore beer. Uh, also, if you want to get a hold of Coley there, and then I'm at Drow805 on Twitter. No one ever talks to me, but that's okay. Um, you know what? I'm excited about next week, too. We got our craft beer friend, Dan Bridges, is going to be back on the show. So yeah, uh, I know uh, I missed out on that last time, so I'm stoked to have him aboard. Well, that's we a surprise did. to me. You guys didn't tell me. Yeah, we got to keep some, you know, some things in the hopper here. You know, we got to we got to keep Telling things exciting. Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh man. So uh, hey, I'm just keeping up with the show sheet. Show sheet Shoshana is uh, is working. <laughs> Shoshana. <laughs> but uh, show yeah. sheet Shoshana should have let you know, Cole. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, blaming well, it on her. <laughs> I hope so. Gosh, I mean, I it's like Dan is one of my favorite people on the planet. So I mean, it's a great surprise. I'm just like. There you go. Wow, I'm, I'm very surprised. Full of surprises over here. But uh, yeah. Shoshit Shada, shitty <laughs> schlock. God damn it, Shoshit Shoshana. Uh, well, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, yeah, everybody, cheers. 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 Oh, it's got to be against the law. Look, this damn good.